0: The following episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel, Bernie or Bust Television. Good morning, USA, and welcome to another episode of the Bernie or Bust Show. Why are the troops supporting Bernie? As we figure out that maybe the DNC candidates that Hollywood is voicing on us are not going to stand the test of time, and Bernie may be a lock on the convention in milwaukee in july as these new ideas begin to sink in some of us are starting to pivot towards donald trump i haven't been speaking too much about donald trump as a candidate because frankly i've been assuming that once bernie defeats the dnc machinery he'll have no trouble he'll handily defeat donald trump but anyway might as well keep going at this because it's been so much fun Why are the troops supporting Bernie, you ask? A recent study by ForeignPolicy.com showed that Senator Bernie Sanders is far and away the most frequent recipient of individual contributions from active-duty military members. Wow! Donald Trump is not even second. Pee-wee Buttigieg is, though he has only 43% as many contributions as Sanders. The clown fascist, who is the commander-in-chief right now of the United States Armed Forces, ranked third, was less than 35% of Sanders' total. Why does a 78-year-old self-proclaimed socialist, I would call him a social democrat, but I won't quibble here with, with that terminology, why does a 78-year-old self-proclaimed socialist who never put on a uniform, who has been more critical than any other candidate of U.S. military adventures, and who promises to slash defense defense spending netting the most individual contributions of any candidate, Democrat, or Republican from these troops? As counterintuitive as this may seem, and speaking now as someone who retired from the Army after 24 and a half years of service, 20 on active duty, as well as being the father of one soldier still on active duty, I think I can explain. The explanation has several facets. Let's begin with age demographics. Troops are young and youth is Sanders' mother load. The average enlisted GI is 27 years old and the average officer is 34 years old. Enlisted outnumber officers service-wide by around 5 to 1 And the figure 27 for enlisted is an average skewed upward by the minority of enlisted who re-enlist until they retire. One of the principal reasons people join the military and put up with its incessant bullshit is plain household economic calculation. The pay is decent and the bennies superlative, comparatively speaking, though even these are being eroded by capital's predations. That said, the majority of those who enlist the first time don't re-enlist. That means they are looking beyond their little three- or four-year stint, which is seen as a bridge to other destinations. The economic distress that Sanders consistently points to in his campaign not only drives many people into the armed forces and enters into calculations about post-military life. Rich people don't enlist. Working-class people do. Someone who wants to leave the military right now has to factor in the free medical care for the service member and family, which will be lost upon separation, for example. Medicare for all has traction there. A federal jobs program has traction. As to slashing military budgets, which Sanders has stated he will do, active duty military personnel know damn well how much waste, fraud, and abuse there is in the system. They know how much the DOD pays out to mercenaries. They know how much is shelled out on high-dollar weapon systems. Many are military Keynesian schemes that produce shit. They've seen the waste, fraud, and abuse firsthand again and again. The armed forces are multiracial, mirroring Sanders' multiracial working-class coalition. Four out of ten members of the active-duty armed forces are non-white. That's not a Trump demographic, and what the raw numbers on race ethnicity represent doesn't account for the fact that interracial marriage is far more common in the military than it is among U.S. civilians. Those marriages, however, like all marriages in the military, are fraught with difficulty because the job always comes first, there are demands for secrecy, there are serial displacements through reassignment, I had more than 40 addresses in 20 years, And the daily bureaucratic grind of military life keeps the member on active duty pissed off most of the time. I have personally heard members say that they support Sanders because they hope he'll do force reductions and offer early retirements. Add to that an unending series of bullshit deployments. Every troop who's been out there for a few years knows that Iraq and Afghanistan, and for special ops, Syria, are colossal and vicious wastes of lives, health, money, energy, and time. In the past three years, troops have also been subject to idiotic vanity whim deployments, e.g. Trump dispatching troops to the Mexico-U.S. border. Troops, with the exception of those who are glory seekers and thrill killers on a masculinity quest, are way okay with Sanders' promise to dramatically scale back the U.S. foreign military presence. For those few who follow Veterans Affairs, Sanders as the chair of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee was the gadfly who forced right wing penny pinchers to spend billions more than they wanted to fix massive problems in the VA, and who is known among Veterans Advocates as a champion. Finally, there is socialism. In this post-Cold War for the Democratic establishment, the Neo-Cold War period, socialism is not a scary word anymore. And people in the military are the beneficiaries of an admittedly perverse form of socialism. Military personnel are entitled to the essentials, decent pay, affordable housing, food, medical care, and emergency services. More than that, posts and bases have child care, schools, on-site colleges and university programs, and recreational facilities. Of everything about being on active duty, these socialistically administered bennies are the most desirable characteristics of military life. Postscript, when Trump pulled his childish stunt in northern Syria, it ignited a seething anger among many of the thousands of U.S. troops who'd worked alongside the Kurds. They'll not soon forget that people with whom many had formed friendships were left to the tender mercies of Erdogan's genocidal armed forces. It ignited a seething anger among many of those troops. These are some of the factors underwriting Sanders' support in the military and this retired veteran support in particular. All right, so as we pivot towards Trump supporters or previous Trump supporters or former Trump supporters who might support Bernie, this angle of the military and their support for Bernie, especially with veteran support, is a good one to take. A lot of the constituencies of grubby populism, both on the right and on the left, will support this idea that Bernie is pro-troops and anti-war at the same time. To go along with the idea of military personnel support for Bernie's candidacy is the hashtag that's been trending on Twitter. This is why Trump fears Bernie. Hashtag Trump fears Bernie. While Trump is busy bombing Iraq, maybe what we should be doing is figuring out how as a planet, instead of going to war with each other and spending $1.8 trillion a year, maybe the world comes together and fights climate change. So don't forget to share these articles and videos and podcasts with your friends, whether they're Bernie or bust or not. Please help us get the word out that grubby populism Needs to win the day and keep on burning. Come get on board the burn your buzz train. Once you hear that clicky dick clack, there ain't no time for turning back. Go oh, get on board the burn your buzz train. The preceding episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel. Bernie or bust television.